Hello everyone, welcome to the Hawkeye podcast. Myself, Avril Rai, your host for today. And I'm joined by our three panel members, Pabo, Rahul and Devashis. We also have a very special guest for today's episode, Priyansh. Hello Priyansh, on behalf of the, our podcast team, I welcome you on this episode and truly excited to have you here. So in Hello. today's episode... Hello everyone, this is Priyansh here. And I must say it's great to be on Hawkeye podcast. I'm really excited to be a part of this podcast and looking forward to this experience. It's a pleasure to have you here. So in today's today's episode, we'll be discussing about the upcoming T20 international series between West Indies and Sri Lanka. So I'll start with you, Priyansh. So what's your take on the upcoming T20I series between Sri Lanka and West Indies? So talking about the West Indies versus Sri Lanka T20I series, West Indies and Sri Lanka, both these teams haven't played a lot of cricket since the COVID pandemic. And to be fair, I guess this is the first time Sri Lanka are playing limited overs cricket since COVID-19 started way back last year. I mean, the last limited over series that they played was against West Indies itself, where they won the one-day series comfortably 3-0, but were beaten comprehensively 2-0 in the T20Is. And again, this time they are on the Caribbean shows for the T20 series and to be very, very honest, it really doesn't look like it's going to be much of a challenge for West Indies. The Sri Lankan team doesn't have any clue who is going to lead them. Initially, Dasan Shanaka was supposed to lead them. Now, he hasn't been able to clear the visa in the United States. So, Angelo Mathin has been named as the stand-in captain. Then, they are lacking almost all of their batsmen with the names like Kushal Pereira, Kushal Mendes, missing out. Even Isuru Dana isn't there. And we have all known, I mean, how fragile this Sri Lankan batting is. And to remove the strongest of its name, I mean, I'm not very sure if they have any strength whatsoever. And plus, West Indies have named almost their full strength squad after a long while in T20 International. So that makes a more challenging for Sri Lankan cricket. So now I'm coming on to our first panel member, Rahul Kumar. So Rahul? What are the strengths and weaknesses of this West Indies T20I international team? Thanks, Averil. And really uh, good to have fellow podcaster Priyansh here. And uh, as he said, uh, I hope that this turns out to be a good discussion. Uh, really happy to see uh, back in, rather international cricket back in Caribbean after a long time. So uh, West Indies have played a few series uh, back in England. Uh, but it was all the away tours. So and on the same and Sri Lanka also they they played one at home, but that was a test series as well. As Priyansh mentioned, uh, they will be playing the limited overs for the first time since the pandemic, so, pan, since the pandemic began. So uh, and uh, I hope that this both on paper or by the looks of it doesn't look much of a challenge for the windy side. But I hope that this uh, this series will turn out to be, uh, you know, at least the test series uh, will turn out to be the one like uh, in 2018, which I term as the turnaround for Windies cricket in test matches under Jason Holder. Uh, that was a, you know, it was one of the best series uh, in a long while in the Caribbean. So, uh, 2020, uh, sorry, 2021 uh, return of cricket here. And um, I see West Indies uh, winning the T20 series quite comfortably as they did the last time round uh, when they turned, uh, when they toured Sri Lanka. Uh, and also, the biggest name there around the 
I'm really happy, uh, you know, because uh, this brings my childhood memories back. Uh, really liked uh, Fidel Edwards back then, uh, mainly for his celebration. He, him and Oliver. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I hope at least that he gets uh, a couple of games just to showcase what he's got in him. Uh, he's been playing CPL though. Uh, so, I hope that he, he's still got that steam in himself. Uh, talking about the squad as a whole. Uh, yeah, after. Yeah, After yeah. a long while, we will see the full strength West Indies international team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we did uh, see their glimpses in uh, Sri Lanka on that Sri Lanka tour as well. But uh, Andrew Russell would be missing this time, and uh, but but Dwayne Bravo is there. Uh, sorry, sorry, yeah, Kyren Bravo is there. Uh, yeah, uh, Kyren Pollard is there, uh, and uh, yeah, Chris Gale makes his comeback. Uh, the last series he played was against us only uh, that Trinidad uh, uh, ODI. Where he, along with uh, Emily, smashed India for you know, uh, uh, one fifteen, I think, in eight or nine overs. The problem for the West Indies has been in the last couple of years has been all round in T Twenty cricket. Not just the bowling, but the batting was a bit fragile as well. Uh, the series yeah. they lost uh, against Bangladesh uh, at home also. Uh, they lost that, uh, you know, uh, against Bangladesh, you don't expect them to uh, lose a series, especially in T20s. So, uh, they, they've been, uh, you know, their problems have just uh, kept compounding uh, uh, owing to the, you know, uh, the, the main players withdrawing their names uh, because of various reasons. Uh, but it's good to see that a few of the players are back here. Uh, the batting is uh, batting looks settled again. Um, then the top four is quite good for them. Uh, definitely, Lendl Simmons is also there. So, uh, they, they are quite batting heavy this time with Chris Gale, Lendl Simmons, mm. Evan Lewis, uh, Nicholas Puran, and all, quite a lot of all rounders as you would expect with the West Indies squad. Uh, a few of the big names missing because of fitness reasons. Uh, Shimbran Hetmyer is not there. Uh, Ross Hayes, who is a great. Um, I, I I feel he, he is quite uh, suitable for T uh, ODIs and tests uh, more than T20s, but again he's missing out as well. So I think Hetmyer uh, is dropped from the team due to his performance because he is playing the domestic one day tournament. Yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I also uh, read some fitness concerns as well. Uh, maybe a mix of both, uh, the fitness and the form. Uh, Hetmyer not there. Uh, also, Sheldon Cottrell is missing. Uh, but they've got yeah. Booker to cover the left arm angle and the left arm angle there. Uh, so, so the batting doesn't seem a, a bit, uh, you know, uh, doesn't seem in trouble this time around with uh, the return of this game. Lionel Simon has been performing well for uh, Trinbago Night Riders in CPL for, for last couple of years. So, uh, yeah. And also uh, the all-rounders, the, all, the batting all-rounders, uh, they would do their work with Kyren Pollard uh, and uh, Alan is there. I I, I, believe, Fabian, yeah. I believe he should be a regular feature in the Wendy's uh, at least T, uh, limited overs squad, not just T20s. Well. Uh, yeah, there's Jason Holder as well. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Andrew Fletcher would get the game uh, initially. You know, at the first go, he won't be in the line. Uh, Rovman Powell's case is quite a curious one. I don't think he's done anything significant enough. Uh, for the West Indies yeah. international side to be selected straight away. So, uh, he was the captain as well and was very disappointing also. So, uh, I, I think that uh, so I don't see him getting the, the bowling would I don't see them going with Fidel Edwards and Obed Mukai uh, both straight away. Uh, that's what I believe. 
uh, would be the case. So I think they would uh, start with Obed Mukherjee uh, initially. And uh, in the sprint department, they, they have Akil Hussain, uh, who did well uh, in uh, in Bangladesh. Yeah, he picked up, I think, three wickets mm. in the first ODI. And they have, they've got Kevin Sinclair. Uh, because the games would be, all the games are in Antigua, uh, the college cricket ground mm. and uh, Survive Stadium. And the Super 50 games have are being played uh, at the college cricket ground. They've been for the last uh, few years. So I think uh, they can go with uh, two spinners, if not in the first game, uh, but uh, uh, later in the series also. They can go with two spinners uh, just in case the uh, track suggests uh, the slower bowlers. So it, it might be worth uh, you know trying. Uh, but uh, I think initially uh, they they may uh, go with only one, and that is Fabian Allen, I guess. So yeah. Yeah. All in all, it's quite. It's they've got a they've got good strength in their side, and uh, I hope that they go to uh, they will, and I won't mind them winning this series. Definitely. Yeah, in a recent interview, Chris Gale said that he can be batting at number three or at number five, and he can be the best number three and best number five as usual. Chris Gale says. So, what's your take on this? Chris Gale batting at number three or at number five? Chris Gill's presence only is, uh, you know, quite uh, enough to uh, cheer up the mood of the side. He may bat, yeah. Any, he, yeah, he may bat anywhere. He's, anywhere. He's batted, yeah, he may, he can bat anywhere. He batted at three for Kings Eleven this year, and he looked mm. at ease. Yeah, he mentioned Anil Kumble idea that you can yeah, bat exactly. at number three and you can dominate this. Space. Yeah, exactly. Uh, every year, uh, you know, uh, we question that uh, is Chris Gill uh, anything is left in Chris Gill or not. But every time uh, he comes up with performances like these, so I, I and also T20 is uh, um, ready-made for him, uh, so he can bat anywhere. But I think uh, they can. Uh, Landel Simmons at three could be a good option. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I I believe that uh, he he should be the given uh, should be given the free hand uh, as as an opener first. Now coming to our guest, so Priyansh, what's your views on? Rahul's take on West Indies side. I mean, to be very fair, this seems a fairly strong batting unit. To be fair, very, very strong batting unit. They have Shimran Hetman missing for fitness reasons. And he was in great form in the regional Super over, Super 50 tournament. Put 300 runs at an average of 50 and a strike rate of 132, which is quite impressive. Yeah. But again, even in his absence, they have a very strong batting lineup. I personally wouldn't mind Gale batting at three, not because... You know, he is doing well at that role. He got a 39 of 24 in the PSL, first game of the PSL season this year and then a 68 before eventually leaving for the series. But mainly because Lendl Simmons, he's been excellent at top of the order for West Indies since his return. In India, he got a 60-odd in that chase, successful chase. Then again, against Ireland, he was excellent. He got a 91 not out of just 40-odd deliveries. Then again, a 67 in Sri Lanka. So he's been in great form. Then in CPL, he started very poorly in five, six, first five, six innings. I personally thought that he deserved to get an axing, but then they persisted with him and eventually his form returned. He's finished amongst the top run scorers, if not the top run scorer outright, then got a 90 odd in the final itself. Again, in the regional 50 over tournament, he got 146 odd in the final to finish amongst the lead run scorers. So let us say that for now, he should be the opener and he should be partnered by. Evan Lewis of all people, because again, Evan Lewis, very destructive batsman. Often he has been referred to as the mini Chris Gale or Chris Gale light. Then 
unlike Chris Gale, he cannot dominate the spinners from the word go. So if you bring him in the middle overs at number three, I guess he will struggle a lot. So it's better to let those two open, let Simmons settle, and then Gale come in at three. He can take some time, but when he starts covering up, you barely, you barely have to worry about Chris Gale catching up, obviously. And also, only be, when the World yeah. Cup is scheduled around in India in the latter part of the year, so it's better to give Gale the idea that you are going to bat at number three in the World Cup too. I mean, to be fair, the only weak part for now for this West Indies team seems to be the fast bowling. I'm not sure if they are well equipped. I mean, Fidel Edwards, obviously, he's been excellent for Hampshire for a long, long time, has returned for West Indies after some eight, nine years. And I would personally mm. have him and Obed McCoy start in the 11. But other than that, I'm not sure if those are the options that are you know too reliable. Dwayne Bravo isn't the same force that he was four, five years ago. Jason Holder yeah. is not the same bowler in white ball that he's in red ball. Kyron Pollard, well, the less we say of him, the better. He picks up wickets here and there, but just not reliable, that reliable. And other than that, the spinner, only Fabian Allen is the experienced one. Akil Hussain, fairly inexperienced. I don't know why the left Hayden Walsh Jr. out. Sunil Narayan said he's not ready. So this bowling seems to be fairly weak, but again, this is being picked up against a team which comprises of just, to be very, very honest, just against... Danushka Gunatilka and Niroshan Digvala. Other than that, I'm not sure if yeah. any name is quite scary enough. Angelo Matthews doesn't give the same vibe as he used to give back in 2016 World Cup. Dinesh Chandimal will be featuring after a long, long time if he makes to the 11. Avishka Fernando, Kushal Parira, Kushal Mendes are either injured or left out due to form issues. So I'm not very, very optimistic of this team. Yeah, that's a very depleted Sri Lankan squad. So let's see whether West Indies will dominate this series it looks like it let's see whether it goes yeah i Thanks, would, I would yeah uh, i would like to yeah say, i would like yeah. to say uh, that branch uh, made some good points about the bowling attack uh, and I, I i don't know why uh, the west indies uh, board they or the selectors rather they uh, chop, chop and change uh, so much with the bowlers the death bowling is completely depleted there, so they cannot bank on these bowlers yeah. to you know, uh, you know, defend uh, around 50 in the last five. I uh, can understand the case mm. of Sunil Narayan and Hayden Walsh Jr. If you they were persisting with him, they have persisted him, with him for uh, a year and a half, so you could have gone with him. There's no point in making changes around six eight months before the world cup, and also uh, for the death, uh, you could have gone with Kivu Paul. Yes, he was a bit expensive mm. in New Zealand. But uh, Kimo Paul bowls some very good yorkers at death. So yeah, it's beyond me why they you know they go with so yeah that round arm action is yeah. very efficient for him in the death overs. God knows why they why they tried so many combinations. Well, let's see how it pans out. Now I'll come out to our second guest, Babo, for his analysis on Sri Lankan squad strengths and weaknesses. Over to you, Babo. Thanks, host. Uh, uh, I'll start with the updates regarding the visiting team. So, Angelo Matthews is obviously tipped in to be the stand-in skipper for the newly appointed captain, that is Danush, uh, Dasun Shanaka, as he's facing. So there is a musical, musical chair, musical chair game going on in the Sri Lankan cricket captaincy. See, okay. since, uh, uh, since. Uh, uh, what the regular skipper that is uh, Lasit Malinga he has decided that he will not play cricket during these COVID times. 
so that yeah. automatically gives sri lanka an opportunity to test new players and i think danushka uh, sorry dasun chanaka is a very good option because he's fairly young and he's been doing good in the domestic circuit of uh, sri lanka so they want to produce they want to build leaders so i don't think it's good to give another go to angelo matthews or some other senior players like dinesh chandimal so it's better they are produ- they are grooming youngsters they are grooming new uh, leaders so danushka uh, sorry dasun chanaka dasun chanaka has been uh, has already uh, led sri lanka in i think in 2019 so it's not new to him uh but now uh first he has to it's very difficult visa. honestly it's very honestly it's very difficult to remember the captains of sri lankan team post that yeah, sankarajavardhan era they change very frequently nowadays don't know why see as your team whenever your team struggles you tends to do the you tend to do this that you don't get your combinations right you don't get your leaders right i think lasit malinga since he took over that captaincy role he did well and also he won the t20 world cup also in 2014 he was the captain yeah so mm. so yeah so lasit malinga enjoys cherishes to be the uh, captain of his national side leader but of the as pack. of now yes but as of now i don't think uh if if they, he's not going to be a part of the team in the covid times and i don't see him finding a place uh, in the world cup squad that is in india because i don't think this uh, pandemic will end until the end of the year because vaccination won't be uh, too fast or it can't be fast track to that uh, extent so let's see what's the case with lasit maybe for the world cup he'll be back, back to, maybe maybe it's an outside chance yes linga is your proven performer and apart from the league uh, tournaments whenever he has played for sri lanka he has done well you can you can remember his five wicket haul against new zealand one or two years back so lasit malinga yeah. with the white ball for sri lanka is an ever green performer you can rely on him it's not a it's not a factor with his age it's only about his game practice how much match fit he is and that's the only thing sri lankan cricket and sri lanka team would be uh, seeing off before the world cup so yeah uh, now coming back to the update so yeah uh, there is a bit of uh, uh, he there is a bit of uh, wait for uh, dasun chanaka as he'll have a delay arrival to the caribbean then he have to go through the quarantine process uh, so more it's most likely that uh for the opening game he won't be available so that will mean that angelo matthews will lead the team in the first t20i now second is uh, lahiru kumara isn't a part of the white ball squad as he has been tested positive for covid-19 so laksha uh, sorry lakmal replaces him suranga rakmar another experienced uh, sri lankan pacer replaces him now uh, let's see what they have done with their squad starting with the fresh faces uh, opener pratham nisanka then the middle order batsman ashen bandara have been chosen after their good performances in the domestic circuit then dilshan madhushanka is a fast bowler who has only played uh, what four senior games senior matches uh, to his record so uh, he's an exciting bowler just 20 years old so uh these are three fresh fresh faces that will be seen in this time in the caribbean then uh starting with the batting uh, uh danushka gunatilika 
फर्नाडोंग Uh, to be worthy of in the shortest version of the game for Sri Lanka, but yes, he's a very uh, good batsman at the top of the order. So I think if not Kusal Par, if Kusal Parinai is not there, and if they want to start with a right-hander, then I then I think Oshada Fernando might start as an opener with uh, the Sungunashit. Uh, sorry, Anushka Gunatilika, because uh, uh, or they will try that combination of two lefties at the top, Dickwell and uh, Gunatilika. So. It's still a puzzle for uh, Sri Lanka, whom they will start as the openers. Then, uh, talking about the form, current form, I think Gunatilika is coming off a successful uh, LPL, that is Lanka Premier League. He struck the four seventy six runs, most in the tournament, at a strike rate of one forty five, which is quite impressive. Then Dikvela too had a great tournament with the bat. 270 runs at a strike rate of 148 as commentators always say that dikwela does dikwela things so dikwela things is more like uh, left hander what dilshan he scoops it over the yeah. uh, keeper's head or fine leg dil uh, he's a kind of character who is always involved in the game from when he's uh, behind the wickets or when he's batting so uh, he, he keeps you interested uh, in sri lankan uh, cricket start in the le- yeah because he hit those unusual areas with the bat and when yeah. he's with his gloves behind the wickets then he's always chatting with the bowlers he's always motivated like rishabh pant he's always there he wants to be there in the game he wants to be involved there so yeah uh, he also has a, had a Tamil, great lpl if you know tamil you will enjoy it otherwise will get irritated yeah. by that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. It's it's very difficult to understand what he's saying, but it's it's good. It's fine. It's fine entertainment when he's there. So, uh, yeah. This was all about. And also, uh, Chandimal is also coming off a decent tournament. I have only seen one good uh, innings from him, but uh, uh, but whatever uh, I have been hearing that he had a decent tournament, not great, decent tournament. So yes, this uh, concludes the batting group. Then amongst the pacers. So yeah, Suranga Lakmal will be back. Uh, he was initially not picked in the squad, so that means he wasn't in the plans, and he's not in the plans for the T20 World Cup. So if he performs, then he might present a strong ch- uh, chance for him. He might present a strong case for him in the World Cup at India. So uh, then Nuan Pradeep is there. Nuan Pradeep is very impressive. I think he bowls that uh, good yorker. He bowls that good bumper. And then attacks the stumps. Uh, the thing I like about uh, Pradeep is he attacks the stumps continuously. So uh, he's a uh, he's a good prospect. Then Chamir uh, Dushmanta Chamira, yes. So Dushmanta Chamira is a tall lad. We all know what he did to us in Pune 2016 when he made his debut. He got a three wickets, I think. So yeah, he's a uh, he uh, he can give that variety. He can bowl 140 plus at as well. So uh, he's a Good talent to have in the squad. Then, of course, they will miss the their spearhead. It is Lasith Malinga. We all know that he is aging, but 
as i said that whenever he plays for his country he tends to add that zip in his bowling uh, so yeah lasit malinga will be lasit malinga has already left a big void in sri lankan cricket as of now he's not if he's not there then it's the same case like kumar sangakara mahila jayawardhan not there in the batting group it has left a big void that is yet to be filled by the other batsman the young batsman also kusal mendes is not there so one more surprising thing because one or two years before if you have heard in 2020 uh, when he scored that test 100 against australia at the home soil then people were saying that yes uh, he might be the future he might take the legacy over but now he is not in the squad so now you can see that how things have changed because his because of his current form i think he got uh, three or four ducks uh, in consecutive innings in test cricket so current form doesn't supports him and I, as we know that nowadays selectors looks at current form that's why obed mccoy is there in the windy squad that's why fidel edwards is there in the windy squad so current form is is crucial as far as you look for the selections then uh, in the spin department akila dhananjay is back uh, he remodeled his action then he uh, first played for the played in the lpl he wasn't too impressive he didn't pick too many wickets so uh, people were saying that uh, he shouldn't be picked now selectors have picked him i think uh, this series will be a grooming series for him just like what india are doing with hardik pandya they are uh, as he's uh, he's not bowling fit so uh, he's just uh, spending time with the team and he's preparing himself for the maybe for the t20 series so i think they will do that thing with, same thing with akila dhananjay because uh, then because he has the company of vanindu hasaranga and lakshan sandakan and i know that uh, these two will start as the spin combination for uh, sri lanka and uh, let me read out the figures of uh, vanindu hasaranga because uh, he had a he, he was a stand out bowler in the lpl he got 17 wickets at a economy ridiculous economy of 5.18 and also with the bat he scored 127 runs but uh the uh, most impro- impressive part about his batting in lpl was his strike rate his he was striking at 161 strike rate is a, a factor that i look into uh, when i speak uh, in t20 cricket because he is a lower lower middle order batsman so he can be that lower uh, reliable lower middle order batsman for sri lanka uh, hasaranga <laughs> can be a good option because they don't have many finishers tisara parera is back so i think he will give the company he will give that cushion to tisara parera also shouldn't uh, sri lankan team shouldn't rely on him but if he can uh, give those 20 30 or 10 15 quick runs and it's all it's it will be handy for uh, any team for specifically for sri lanka in this series then uh, talking about his bowling uh, whatever i have seen of him uh, in the lpl uh, his leg breaks were accurate and from the start only his googly was very deceptive and is frequently uh, sorry yeah it's it's quite de- devastating for any batsman to face him because he had a very great deceptive wrong one then uh, also his flipper is very dangerous like imran tahir i think he bowls a very good flipper so yes vanindu uh, hasranga you can say that vanindu hasranga has been the most improved t20 player from sri lanka in the last one and a half years i think no one has given them more life to 
this format then one hindu hasranga then he'll be accompanied by his partner that left arm chinaman that is lakshan sindhakan so i think these two will start and these should these two should start because uh, the last time they bowled together they bowled well so they have that uh, understanding between each other as we say the spin twin so like chahal kuldeep they also have hasranga and uh, sindhakan so this was all about the spin department now so he has done justice with the bat uh, we know how good he is he is with the ball yeah i think he has already taken two t20i hat tricks one was against uh, in india in 2016 so yeah we all know his capabilities with the ball but now he has added that uh, fire power with the bat uh, in the lpl he got two he accumulated i think 261 runs at a blistering strike rate of 223 so and also also not to forget his useful contributions with the ball uh, he bagged five wickets at a decent economy rate of 7.63 i mean if you are uh, giving runs under eight runs per over then it's it's decent when especially when you are bowling in the middle so tisara uh, parera's addition into the into the team will be very crucial because he is very experienced he is a former skipper also and with dasun chanaka not there i think the onus will be on him to finish the games as he has done in the lpl and uh, along with angela matthews and if the uh, chandimal plays he'll these three or four players and also not to forget vanindu hasranga so these four three four players will be very crucial for them if they want to have any chance to of winning this series and uh, one more point uh, it's yet to be seen whether angela matthews bowls or not because uh if angelo matthews bowls then it's it's uh, he will provide that balance all round balance to into the team because we know that he can swing that white kk ball in the power play so uh it's yet to be seen and of course and one or last point that uh, uh one thing that i think that sele- sri lankan selen- selectors have missed is that uh, not not pick the that uh, local lad that is dhananjay lakshan i think he was i i was particularly impressed with him don't know why he wasn't picked because he generated a substantial swing uh, perhaps he was more impressed uh, more impressive with that back of the hand slower balls and uh, he was able to take wickets consistently and regularly and i one stat i saw that uh, he didn't went wicketless in the whole lpl so that speaks volumes of his capabilities with the ball uh so i think he should have been picked but no don't know uh, what are the plans of the selectors what is going through their minds so yeah all in all it's a you can say a good even combination of youth and uh, experience good blend but still uh, you don't expect much when you are up against a side like west indies yes it's a t20 format anything can happen even odds can turn around at any time but uh, yeah as shankar's preparations have not been ideal uh everything adjustment to the conditions uh i think they have a very little chance and the wendies will be favored uh to win the forthcoming series so yeah that's all i have for you from the sri lanka segment <laughs> thanks babu that was quite a brilliant in depth analysis from you I hope you have made all of us quite optimistic about Sri Lanka cricket. So now let's hear from I, our guest. I I am I too am very optimistic, but I 
know and that they don't stand a chance currently against <laughs> Karen Pollard led Wendy Wendy's team sorry okay now let's see with our guest what's his take on your analysis priyansh over to you i mean as just web of said that this sri lankan team doesn't really stand a chance i have been saying this again and it might come out as repetitive at this point but to be just very very honest there are barely three four guys who deserve to be in a t20 11 not talking about sri lanka's 11th was at this stage i guess they could pick up 15 guys and send to the world t20 and you couldn't question much cuz they simply don't have the right resources even for once in test cricket they look fairly stacked with the likes of kumara chamira and ashita fernando vishwa fernando ushada yeah. even lagu thirumana thirumana scoring runs but in the limited overs they were like it was basically koshal pereira avishka fernando opening then dimut karunaratne playing on captaincy quota and other than that you know slog or inshallah or block or inshallah other than that i am not very optimistic <laughs> that was quite a good phase problem. used for selection cricket so i am not very optimistic of them in t20 said it before we'll say it again only danushka and niroshan deserve to be in that in a t20 eleven amongst the batsmen angelo matthews may be a, at this stage not he's talking about his career genuinely but at this stage probably a 6 by 10 chance of being in the 11 and dinesh chandimal hasn't played in a long time loved him so do you see matthews going into the t20 world cup obviously they really don't have any options whatsoever <laughs> they don't have any resources apart from angelo matthews surely and if tesara parera performs then i think he'll also fly to india for that world cup okay so I on mean, the court of lack of options available they both will hmm. fly to india i guess dikvela gunatilka matthews and parera and shanaka these are the first five names amongst batman which will definitely go out and- there only and if matthews is fit to play only if matthews is fit and i was play. very hopeful of that guy i can't remember his name right now back in uh, back in 2017 there was this dilshan munavira guy but they didn't yeah. persist with him for a long time then asila gunaratne was very impressive in australia he was also impressive in this lpl but they didn't consider him and bhanuka rajpaksa yeah. he was excellent again in pakistan played a big part in their 3-0 victory over them but again after a poor australia tour he has been dropped they have persisted with oshada fernando do who was good in sri lanka not in pakistan not so much in australia but again you have to persist with someone i guess and let's see i mean if they can even take a game to 20th over um, in any of these three games they can take this as a massive confidence booster they can even consider this as a win because even with this west indies bowling lineup which seems fairly weak maybe at 45 or 60% of their total strength this sri lankan team doesn't stand a chance to beat them yeah so now i'll coming out coming to our third panel member devashish so devashish area areas to work on the on for both sri lanka and west indies before the t20 world cup thank you aviral uh, so congratulations to both uh, vaibhav and priyansh for this brilliant uh, analysis so now uh, let's see what uh, west indies and sri lanka have done wrong in the recent t20i series they played uh, talking about the host side that is the west indies they have lost 16 uh, sorry 13 of their uh, last 20 t20i games uh, have just won 5 and uh, two games have been ended as uh, no result they uh, lost a series to afghanistan Ireland drew the series with them by 1-1. Uh, 
so one of the primary causes of these kind of performances is their batting in the power play that is the first six overs in the 13 games they have lost their batters have scored just 469 runs off the bat uh, i have excluded the extras they have lost 39 wickets in this process so their cumulative average is just 12.02 in the power play on the contrary the in the five games they have won they have scored 261 runs and lost just two wickets inside the power play which means an impressive cumulative strike rate of 145 so the difference is clearly evident here then another area that they should improve is their bowling in the middle overs in the last 13 games the west indies bowlers have conceded 964 runs at an ordinary economy of 8.56 in the middle overs there were Uh, there are lots of extra extras i uh, marked while checking this they have given more than 100 runs four times out of 30 so in the phase of play where they are expected to keep things tight they have leaked runs and have not picked enough wickets as well which has contributed to their defeats on the other hand the sri lankan team has lost all of its games after winning against pakistan in these games their batting has been very disappointing they have lost 18 wickets in the power play itself in the seven games they have lost that means almost three wickets per match in the power play on an average they have lost the strike rate of the batters in the power play excluding extras is just 100.79 so they have not been able to get a positive start in the power play whatsoever their power play misery continues in the middle overs as well the batters have got just 426 runs from the seven games in the middle overs the cumulative strike rate with the bat is just 112.69 they have also found it difficult to hit boundaries so batting overall has been a big concern for sri lanka considering their bowling they have done below average in the power play the game seem to have slipped right from the start during their bowling the sri lankan bowlers have conceded 386 runs from 42 overs in the seven games in the power play phase at an economy of 9.16 they have uh, got just two wickets in those seven games in the power play so it's evident from these things that they have neither controlled the flow of runs nor picked wickets so definitely they should look to exploit the west indies batting in the power play so and improve themselves so that's it thank you thanks devashish uh, listening the sri lankan said it looked like they also didn't put up a contest after that pakistan series one sided games all ending Absolutely. in defeat so now coming on priyansh so what's your take on the devashish analysis and what's your own opinion of areas to work for both the teams before the t20 world cup you know as devashish just pointed out that both the teams have been i mean if you were to take it rather, rather than separating them you were to take them as individual teams then both have been quite disappointing of late west indies though at least on the positive side beat sri lanka last time the two sides met but then were comprehensive beaten by the kiwis in new zealand at the end of last year while the sri lankans well as i have said again and again it there doesn't seem to be a light at the end of this tunnel like this tunnel they have been going in since 2015 under the transitioning phase and they just don't seem to be getting anything out of it they possessed with some guy even kumar sagakara mentioned it some time back i guess during the 2019 world cup or something that in sri lanka a player performs a great innings and after that if he fails for a few times then he's dropped and that's a very true statement especially in the limited overs so like there are i mean you talk of the areas to work on for sri lanka i don't think there are any areas in particular to work on for 
they have to work on it as an entire team. Like there, there are no good areas to be very fair. They can work on us. There are two top performers of late, I guess. Lasit Malinga and Danushka Gulatilika. Those are the only guys who can be, you know, pointed out as being good of late. Other than that, Nirushan Dikwala had been dropped from the side for a long time in the limited overs, then moved to the middle order. Now, I guess he will be opening and hopefully he will be opening. So, let's just see how it turns out for them. Death bowling again, no Malinga. I'm not sure who is even going to bowl that. Ashita Fernando seems to be the viable option along with Nuvan Kul Sekra, Nuvan Pradeep, sorry. Then Nuvan Pradeep again isn't the same, you know, bowler in T20s as he's in one days, where he was fairly impressive in last World Cup. But let's see, he was decent in the LPL, same for Lakmal, but Lakmal just doesn't seem to be the same bowler as he's in the 50 overs, or at least he was in the 50 overs a couple of years back. Even 50 overs, his returns have dwindled for some time. In test cricket, he's definitely a different bowler, but in the white ball, he's nowhere near that level. And Lahiru Kumara isn't available, and that's and he would have been a crucial cock to this team, despite the fact that his white ball returns are ordinary. Dushmanta Chamira again, he's he's got all the resources to succeed in international cricket, but for some reason hasn't done anything substantial. And he's been active for some what five, six years now, debuted back in 2015 or 16. Spinners, Vanindu Hasranga was very impressive in Pakistan. Again, he's going to be probably the most important player in this series alongside Gunatilika. And Akila Dhananjay, he's returning to the team. I will personally have him as a starter in my eleven, but I'm still not very optimistic of his bowling, how he will perform post-return and a change of action. But then I guess you have to bring at least one finger spinner in against the West Indians, especially against the likes of Gale and Lewis at the top of the innings. Other than that, when talking about West Indies, well, I guess the absence of likes of Cottrell, Paul and Thomas is going to play a big part in their plans. But I guess they will eventually return upon improving their fitness. So it will make it a little bit easy for them. When they eventually return, I guess Fidel Edwards will be partnering a few of them. So it shouldn't be much of an issue for them. And if Bravo can find some of his old rhythm back, maybe get a couple of overs in at the death, then this West Indies team looks destined toward another successful World T20 campaign. And they could even win it. The issue for them will be when eventually Hetmaya returns. Remember, Hetmaya hasn't been very impressive in T20Is, unlike the ODIs. But again, the, the sheer talent that he packs is unbelievable. I guess, I mean, most people will not agree with me, but he's probably even more talented than Nicholas Puran. His returns don't say that, but the player is, has unbelievable potential and will probably end up as one of the greatest to ever play for West Indies. Okay, thanks Priyansh. Now coming to our last segment. So I'll start with our guest Priyansh. Playing 11 from both the sides. So talking about the playing 11s, first I will start with the Sri Lankan team. The openers will be Danushka Gunatilika and Niroshan Dikwala. Dikwala also keeps, followed by a return for Dinesh Chandimal at number 3 after a long time. Then Oshada Fernando at number four. Angelo Matthews, the skipper of the side at five, assuming that Shanaka won't be making it to first first T20 at least. Number six and seven will be followed by the two all-rounders in Tisara Parera and Padindu Hasaranga. Akila Dhananjay slots in at eight. Slightly impressive in the IPL. Suranga Lakmal was replaced. Lahiru Kumara comes in at number nine. And Ashita Fernando and Dushmanta Chamira make it to 10 and 11 to complete the 11th. While on the other hand, a significantly stronger West Indies squad 
as i said earlier luis and simmons open followed by chris gail in his new role at number 3 nicholas puran in absence of shimran hetmeyer at 4 then rohman pal and kyron pollard at number 5 and 6 as the power hitters ideally wouldn't have him had him at this spot but in absence of russell jason holder plays after pollard then followed by dwayne bravo at number 8 he is in the same force that he used to be at his prime neither as a batsman nor as a bowler but still he can bring you know something extra to this team then the sole spinner in this team in form of fabian allen who also doubles up as a decent all-rounder and fidel edwards and obi mccoy complete the fast bowling okay thanks priyansh now coming to our first panel member rahul you are playing predicted playing 11 yeah i would agree with what uh, priyansh had to say about both the squads if uh, any change if at all in the windy squad uh, then i would go with go with kevin sinclair in place of robin paul paul obviously because of his batting prowess is there but uh, if he fails then i don't uh, I, i would not want to give him too many chances and i would go with another spinner with in uh, in kevin sinclair for sri lanka uh, for sri lanka i think wanindu uh, uh, asranga would be the chief destructor any leg spinner against the windy squad is uh, the key there and uh, i think chamira uh, also he will be the key and uh, uh, if if at all any change in the sri lankan side would be there then maybe uh, chamira and uh, sorry not chamira but maybe lakman and duwan pradeep would uh, change their places uh, otherwise i agree with that maybe uh, a change in the batting positions of dinesh chandimal and oshada fernando otherwise i don't see any change in this uh, in, in the playing 11 at all Okay, so now to our second panel member, Babu, your predict playing eleven. Uh, so I'll start with the host nation, uh, West Indies. So even Lewis and Lendl Simmons will be my openers. Add three Chris Gale, new role, not a new role since he's been there for Kings Eleven. He can do that same thing with uh, Windies also. Add four, I'll have Nicholas Puran, the most exciting prospect in the uh, country right now. it's a it should be a long term prospect for nicholas puran to be playing at number 4 he should be slot, he should in slated at that number only and shouldn't be dropped below that number and then at 5 i'll have kyron pollard because uh, i think kyron pollard at 6 or 7 is too low for his caliber so for me kyron pollard should be at 5 then at 6 i'll have fabian allen It's only because Karan Pollard is there. That's why Dwayne Bravo will play, and he'll play all the games, whatever three games, uh, because uh, Dwayne Bravo retired in from the West Indies uh, white ball cricket. But then, when uh, Karan Pollard came back as the captain, then he also uh, came out of retirement only because he knew that if Karan Pollard is there, then he has a great chance of making it to that World Cup squad. So at uh, eight, I'll have Dwayne Bravo. Then nine, Fidel Edwards. Then Obi McCoy, so McCoy, Fidel Edwards, and Jason Roll will be my three uh, seamers. Then Akil Hussain will be my number eleven. I think he bowled well for TKR. Uh, he had a great CPL also. That only earned him a spot in the white ball team. So yeah, Akil Hussain will be my number eleven. Then for Sri Lanka, uh, for the first game uh, only because after that I think the the Sunshan Agar will be back. So. I'll start with Oshada Fernando and Danushka Gunatilika. Then at three, I'll have Dinesh Chandimal because 
only because Angelo Matthews is the captain. I think uh, he and Chandimal has been very good friends, and that favoritism will be a factor here. So at three, uh, uh, Dinesh Chandimal. Then at four, Angelo Matthews. At five, uh, Niroshan Dikwela. Yes. Then at six, Disara Pereira. Seven, Vanindu Hasranga. Eight, uh, uh, Nuwan Pradeep. Nine, Dushmanta Chamira. 10 Lakshan Sandakan and at 11 I'll have Asita Fernando because Asita Fernando is I've seen him in the under 19 World Cup also and I've seen in the recent uh, England series uh, he was reversing the ball he had a very good action and Asita Fernando is only one baller alongside uh, uh, Lahiru Kumara who I've seen bending the back he getting that extra effort in his bowling so he's a great prospect hopefully uh, for uh, Sri Lanka he'll do well and they will back him for a longer run so yeah, these will be, uh, these are the my playing 11s. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Webo. Now to our third panel member, Devashish, your predicted playing 11. Yeah, uh, for the West Indies team, uh, my openers are Lendl Simmons and Evan Lewis. Then at number three, Chris Gale. Number four, Nicholas Puran. Number five, Kyron Bollard. Number six, Holder. Number seven, Fabian Allen. Eight, Bravo. Then Obed McCoy. Edwards and Akilosen. As Bhavar mentioned that uh, in the CPL, he was very impressive. I was very impressed by him and he was really tight. So, the West, uh, as, as I said, the West Indies was very impressed by him in the CPL. So, he was very impressive for the uh, Trinbago Knight Riders. So, as the West Indies team, as I said, the West Indies team struggled in the middle overs in the, with the ball. So, uh, I think Akilushan should be there and uh, he keeps things tight and uh, his partnership with uh, Fabian Allen can give that extra advantage to uh, West Indies in the middle overs with the ball. Then uh, for Sri Lanka, I think they will go with uh, Oshada Fernando Gunatilaka as the openers. Then Dinesh Chandimal, Angelo Matthews, then uh, Niroshan Dikwela, Kisara Pereira, Rashud Shanaka, uh, then Hasaranga, uh, Sandakan for... Uh, Fernando, this is my 11th So that's all from this episode. A special thanks to Priyansh for joining with us. It was, it was such an in, incredible experience of talking with you. Thanks to our, our panel members as well for giving their inputs on the upcoming T20 series versus West Indies versus Sri Lanka. Hope the listeners will enjoy the discussion too. Till then, enjoy. Have a good time. We'll be back with another episode. Cheers. Okay. Thanks a lot, Abhiral, Dabashish, Vabhav, and Rahul for having me here. Thank you. Thank you.